Welcome to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. This show is your one-stop shop for all things health, fitness, and nutrition, and is brought to you by the team at Pulse Fitness. You can learn more about how the team at Pulse Fitness is helping people live stronger, longer lives by going to pulse.fitness slash podcast. But for now, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, welcome back to the Healthy Living Scottsdale Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Zach. I'm here with Richie Anderson, a.k.a. Richie Rich and CJ Run. What's up, fellas? It's Thursday. It is Thursday. Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Thirsty Thursday. Thirsty for water. Asterisk. And coffee. (laughs) And coffee. And coffee. CJ needs some coffee. He's been staying up late watching the Suns win. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully again tonight. What do you think? How many games? How many games you got him in? Suns and four. Yeah? Suns and four. You're like that guy. Uh You're like that guy. Suns and four. But it was five last last series, (laughs) Uh right? Yeah. So he was off just a little bit. but I think it was six last series, but he was right about Denver. He he beat that guy up, so that was cool. I'm gonna say five, so they get the win at home. Uh, yeah, NBA likes to do. Well, all sports like to do that. They like to make They're sure rigged. the matrix is rigged. It's rigged. Yeah, the matrix. Um, all right, guys. Um, let's see. This week, uh, well, we're talking about sleep. This is our first part. We're doing a two part series on sleep. But before we dive into sleep. Our client of the week, Aiden, Aiden Komlek. He is the man. You don't want to get in a fight with this guy. He is a Gracie Jiu-Jitsu um, master, and he would be so embarrassed if I called him a master probably. But yeah, he, um, he came here because he wants to compete with at a – Um, higher weight class so he's trying to gain muscle and he's been coming for like three months now and has added several pounds of muscle he's doing really well i got him eating steak for breakfast so that's fun who doesn't love steak for breakfast nobody nobody i I need that diet all the vegetarians out there like ah but uh, steak, steak for breakfast, and he's adding mass, and he, he's drinking some um, carbo load and doing his thing. So on the, he's on the waxy maze and, uh, and bulking up and uh, is getting ready for a fight here in a couple months. And so he came in with a black eye the other day, and I was like, should I see the other guy? And he's like, well, he went to sleep. So Whoa. he's like, not a mark on him, but he went to sleep. Whoa. So... Put them out, put them down. We we do it all here. We train everybody here at Pulse Fitness. You know, we got we got peeps that just uh, just want to look good, and we got peeps that uh, are training for a professional sport, and then we got peeps that just want to smash some skulls. So, I mean, or put people to sleep. I don't, you know, jujitsu is a little bit different mindset. They just want to. They don't want to hurt people. They just want to choke them out and make them pass out and tap. So, which is cool. I mean to each their own but yeah i'm not getting i'm not stepping in the octagon with with Iden. i didn't know do the run around you know when you're 100 and when you're 160 pounds and and like we're all you know 210 215 220 i still wouldn't mess with uh-huh. them not a chance not a chance anyway i uh went on way too long about that but it's fun to talk about so um let's see this podcast episode is sponsored by 
just kidding. We don't have any sponsors yet. But if you'd like to sponsor our podcast, please reach out to us. Um, I was going to say we're sponsored by Melaleuca, but I'm afraid they'd sue us because we didn't get their permission and we're not actually sponsored by them. We just like their products and we sell them here at the gym. So they're really good. That's, you know, that's that. So it's a very legal way to get around it right there. Yeah. We're like not sponsored that. by them. We're just, you know, we want you to, we want you to get like their products because we believe in them. That's all. Um, okay. Let's talk about sleep. Let's talk about sleep, baby. Um, guys, <clears throat> I can't believe like we've mentioned it. We've talked around it a little bit on this podcast, but we've never done an episode like directly about sleep. And it's one of the most important things that you can do for your health. And one of the worst things you can do for your health is not get enough sleep, not get adequate sleep, not get quality sleep. So um, we thought, hey, let's let's talk about this. Let's do a two part series. Next week, we're going to talk about um, like strategies and techniques and things to to help you improve your sleep. But this week, we want to talk about what sleep is, um, what's happening to your body while you're sleeping and, you know, some of the health health factors um, that, you know, are negatively or positively impacted, whether you're not getting enough sleep or you are getting adequate sleep. So. There's four stages of sleep. What are they, Richie Rich? There are three stages of non-rapid eye movement sleep, and then, which we know is rapid eye movement sleep, REM. Everybody knows REM. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I would assume so. And that's the fourth stage. Um, and your body cycles in and out of all four of those throughout the night. And they're theorized that it's 90 minute windows. Yeah, like 90 to 120, mm-hmm. depending on, you know, what you got going on outside of, you know, your body and inside your body. Um, but yeah, so I, I think there's some misconceptions about that. So um, people tend to think like, oh, you fall asleep and then when you get to a deep sleep, you hit RAM and then you stay there until it's like time to wake up. Yeah. And that's not the case. Like it's, you know, 90 to 120 minutes. And then you start from the beginning, not necessarily from stage one, because um, what stage, are they? So sta- stage one is like wakefulness, getting into sleep. It's a transition. It's like, off, it's like one to five minutes. It's not very long. Yeah, one to five minutes when you're you're like just transitioning from a wakefulness to a to a non conscious like mindset, right? Or state of mind kind of like where you're falling asleep on the couch is where you're like dozing off you know a lot about that don't you sure do (laughs) (laughs) with the sun's game on the tv exactly that's me anytime i try to read a book it doesn't matter it could be like 9 a.m and if i start reading i'm like (sighs) passing out but okay so stage one is kind of like transition what's stage two uh that's the most most repeated stage you stay in that like you spend the most time yeah. in stage two. That's like throughout the light night. sleep. Um, the body's starting to like slow down the heartbeat, slow down the breathing. Yeah, breathing gets a little bit deeper. Your your body temperature drops. Your eye movement drops. Um, what else? Um, your muscles start like really relaxing. They start to relax, um, and then yeah, I think that's pretty much it for stage mm-hmm. two. And then 
stage through well, and stage two is is about how long before you move into to stage three it, it varies it varies a little bit 10 to 6 up to 60 minutes okay on, yeah at most on that one and then stage three is like a as deep a sleep as you can get without being in rem right so and there's some research on that's like the most important one for just pure physiological recovery i was reading it's last not night. not necessarily mental mm-hmm. or cognitive yeah. but that's like the physical like your body is is really healing mm-hmm. at that point and and your body like you know your breathing deepens slows your heart rate slows but you have like I guess muscle tone, like intervals of or sporadic muscle tone, where your muscles contract and then relax. So there's there's periods where your um, where your tone, like muscles, contract and relax. That's kind of sporadic. We don't really know exactly why that happens, but it obviously has to do something with your muscles healing. Um, and then you are transitioning. I think that's like how long is that? That's like 30, another 30 minutes. Yeah. 20 to 40. Yeah. 20 to 40. And then you move into, well, hopefully you move into REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement. And that's your dream state, right? Which it's kind of funny to explain it to people because everyone assumes like REM sleep, deepest sleep, like nothing's going on. Like you're a dead fish. But if you like actually rapid eye movement, like all the other, like you're almost awake. Your brain is at its highest level act of activity. So as you go th- from stage one to two to three, your brain waves get like longer, more spread out. So the activity mm-hmm. of, of your brain is like decreasing. And then when you hit REM, that's when your brain goes like nuts, right? But what's interesting is during REM, your body is pretty much paralyzed. Mm-hmm. Which, it's really funky. Which is really funky. So stages one to three, your body's like starting to heal. Like physiologically, all these things are going on. And then when you get to the REM sleep, that's like cognitive function. And it's interesting that our brain is like healing itself almost when it's the most active. And our body's paralyzed, which is like that prevents us from being like, hey, I'm dreaming about being in a fight and I punch my wife because she's laying next to me. So it's your body's like pretty much in paralysis. You spend how long in REM? Not long. 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. It's kind of all over the place. Yeah. They say, they say 10 to 60, but it, who's spending yeah. 60 minutes and in, in a dream state. But, it, you know, and and we know there's a lot we don't know about REM sleep, um, but we know that it, it is good for long-term memory, short, like short-term memory. You're kind of consolidating almost like, um, like a defrag on your computer mm-hmm. where you're like consolidating files and memories and things that happened. Um, you're improving or you're repairing neurotransmitters and producing neurotransmitter pathways so that you know, like your it impacts your mood, right, and your emotional well being. But that's kind of like, I mean, as far as I know, that's kind of like all we know about REM, really, at this point. It, There's a lot of theories. I went down a rabbit hole a couple of years ago okay. on sleep, and it's like it's still kind of the wild west. Yeah, the, I mean, it's it's anything with the brain, really. Yeah, 
anything with the brain still kind of theory, but there's a lot of cool stuff. And if you get it dialed in, you can kind of hack the system a little bit. Yeah. So, so I guess let's talk about what is happening. So we, we mentioned like your body healing, which is cool because, you know, physically, if you only got, you know, 90 minutes of sleep, your body's kind of going through this repair cycle um, where you could probably get up and function physically if you had to, like you could move your body, but your brain isn't going to function as well. Like your cognitive ability, it's not, it heals last throughout, you know, throughout the sleep cycle. So it, you know, during those first three stages, but really two and three, like what is happening to the body physically that is necessary for life and, and health. There's an uptick in, uh, in protein synthesis. So, so, our, so repairing our, muscles and cells. So mm-hmm. cells are repairing themselves. They're using, you know, peptides and, and repairing. Um, so we're repairing damage to cell, cells and we're, um, we're, cre- we're producing new ones. And then we're healing our muscle fiber, right? So for us in the fitness industry, like that's a big one because we always talk about like, hey, your muscles aren't growing when you're working out. You're damaging your muscles. And then when you go to sleep and you're resting, that's when our muscles are repairing and getting stronger and bigger. Right? This is true. This is true. Um, hormonally, there's a lot going on. So there's so much we could we could just talk for an hour on just that. That's a daunting task. Well, I guess maybe we should talk about like what happens if you if you don't get enough sleep during those yeah, those yeah, periods, yeah. right? So um, so sleep has a lot. It has a big impact on your digestive system and your metabolic system. So ghrelin. Um, leptin, leptin, and, which are like your 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 hormones that control your appetite and tell your brain like how much food you've had, um, whether you need to continue eating or stop eating. Those are negatively impacted if you don't get enough sleep, as well as insulin. So, so like somebody that gets, I think it's less than six hours of sleep, is almost as insulin resistant as a diabetic the next day. That's unreal. So it's unreal. So like you do a, a one nighter, like you pull, you pull an all nighter just for one night. You're like, obviously that's not going to ruin you, but it's like eating a slice of cake, right? If you eat one slice of cake every once in a while, you're not going to really, that's not going to negatively impact your body. But if you do that, if you eat that slice of cake all the time, there's going to be, you're going to get fat. Let's put it that way. So as far as sleep goes, like one night of not enough sleep. Yeah. Our insulin is going to be off the next day. We're not able to break down and digest sugar the way that we should. We end up storing it as fat. Then you add in the ghrelin and the leptin issues where all of a sudden we can't tell how much food we need. Like just think of it this way. How many times have you not gotten enough sleep and you wake up the next day and you're just like ravenous, like you, you totally can't fill up. You're like, I need so many more calories because my body's working harder. Not necessarily. You just, you just feel like you need more calories because you're hormonally screwed up 
So your body doesn't really know. It's trying to gauge how much you have eaten and how much you need to eat. Um, but as far as like the the cake theory or, you know, parallel, if there's this thing called sleep debt, which is you don't get enough sleep over and over and over and over and over again. And we create a sleep debt. And unlike a real debt, a sleep debt can't be paid in just like a one lump sum. So you can't like not get enough sleep during the week and then make up for it on the weekends. You can't sleep 12 hours and like all of a sudden your body's good. So like that piece of cake, if you eat that over and over and over again, you're going to get fat. Same thing applies to sleep. If you don't get enough sleep over and over and over again, you're going to get fat. But you're also going to have a lot of other issues, too. Mm -hmm. Like your brain's not going to function well. Your immune system. Heart. Heart. Immune system. Yeah, everything. Immune system is your body's repairing. I believe in stage three, it's repairing your immune system. Um, And so you are way more likely to get sick. Everybody knows this. Like if you just stop and think about it from life like you go to vegas and you just like don't get any sleep and you know you're partying and you're then always gonna end up sick you, you just, always come yeah sick. like you you get on a plane and now all of a sudden your body has no ability to fight off any of the germs you're coming into contact with and you get sick so immune function is a really really big one um yeah heart you mentioned heart so um, diabetes, obviously, if it impacts your your insulin levels. What else? What am I missing? There's, I know that like everything, every function in your body requires. I it, mean, this this one's a little more far, I, not far fetched, but a little more theory. But like mood and decision making, it's under cognitive. That's kind of a little yeah. offset of yeah, cognitive function um, for adolescents, growth and development. That's a big one. I think that I think these days that like that could be a podcast episode on its own but that like should be a campaign across the nation yeah but ki- the kids are just staying up like playing video games and i mean everybody knows like you go to your friend's house and you you know whatever you stay up too late and then you're cranky in the next day but i think it's become because of technology video games cell phones like computers it's become more of a an acute thing where just consistently like our youth are not getting enough sleep as opposed to when we were kids it was like oh i went to my friend's house for three nights and yeah. now i'm wrecked had a little had a little adolescent bender but now you're good to go yeah back to it get yeah. those kids to bed early human growth hormone yeah yeah so interesting thing about human growth hormone is that you you need to make it through like your entire sleep cycle in order to correctly or um, adequately produce your human growth hormone. So if you get interrupted in your cycle and you don't complete that cycle, you're not going to produce as much as somebody that does. Right. And so, so I think, you know, next, next week's episode, we'll talk about that. Like, because what happens if you get to stage three and then you get woken up, you start, you start back at stage one. So you're starting over and that just totally wrecked your wrecked your four stages for all the parents out there for all the parents from the the crying babies. Yeah, for for sure. And then and then like sleepless sleep even snowballs down into like then your circadian rhythms jacked up. Then everything we just talked about is going to be out of whack. Yeah. So you're going to be 
real tired. Well, we all know you're going to be real tired. That's kind of a cognitive thing. Uh-huh. But your metabolism, your workout schedule, your energy peaks and valleys, all those things get messed up as well. I think that's why one of the biggest reasons to push sleep onto clients is like the snowball, the negative snowball effect from not sleeping plays into so many different aspects of like being healthy. Yeah. Pretty much every, I mean, we just pretty much stated every single major topic of being healthy. Right. Yeah. No. And that's the thing is they're all affected. If if somebody came in here and they were like, how should I prioritize like for fitness? What things should I prioritize? And I would say like, sleep i would put sleep number one Mm -hmm. because your motivation like your mood your cognitive function like you're not going to have any motivation if you're sleep deprived and so the working out is going to be like a daunting thing if you feel good you want to move your body like you're energetic you're like i got this energy i got to get this energy out and you want to move your body so you want to work out eating healthy is a struggle for most of our members, right? So, you know, if it's a struggle, you're not going to have the willpower Mm -hmm. to make smart choices. You're also not going to plan appropriately. Like, so sleep falls at the top of the priority list. CJ, we've all worked the morning shift here. It's an early morning. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. What time do you wake up in the morning? I wake up at three, um, three forty-five is when the alarm clock is set. Three forty-five. Okay, and you are like we said, a Suns fan. Mm-hmm. So you're probably staying up watching the Suns game, sacrificing yeah. sleep. What do you like? What's your experience? What do you notice about your body or um, your mood or your whatever? And all the stuff that we've said here is true. Um, I think that you can, you can understand like when you have had less sleep and you can kind of, if you're um, aware of it, you can help out yourself cognitively just because you're aware that you're a little bit deficient in those areas, but it definitely does snowball on you. And like um, when those nights when I know that I'm going to be up watching the Suns game, I just know that the next day I'm probably going to be a little bit tired. And thus I come in saying coffee, you know, like stuff (laughs) like that. So like last night wasn't a Suns game, but I was up a little bit later. I was playing with, I was playing with my son. I was, you know, um, hanging out with the wife or the lady, wife, whatever you want to call her. Uh, um, Eventually she will be. Uh Um, But, you know, um, I ended up getting not as much sleep. So I ended up having a little bit more coffee today and it just can snowball on you. So I, being that I wake up at 345 in the morning, I really try to be in bed by like eight o'clock. Yeah. If I don't get at least six hours of sleep, I'm dragging the next day. And our job, like people think our job is just like telling people what to do, you know, but it's not, it's pretty, it's physically demanding and it's mentally demanding. Like if we're not on our game, somebody can get hurt, right? Like, Mm -hmm. like you have somebody doing a deadlift and they do it wrong. That's, I mean, that could be a life injury like yeah. they could blow out a disc or something so we got to be like on our game all the time so similar i mean obviously it's totally different stakes but like soldiers right that are in the military 
they're going without sleep a lot and then they got to function at a really high level. And you know, that's a, that's a totally different animal, but it's like sleep is sleep is critical to functioning properly. Well, you know, they say sitting is the next smoking. I think not sleeping is the next smoking because it's actually going to hurt you a lot more than sitting is. Yeah, I was thinking about that last night. I think yeah. we, we I think we have a sleep epidemic going on. Yeah. Not to throw the epidemic and pandemic stuff out there, but like it's true. There's so many it's people true. I know that barely sleep. Yeah. So so Richie, like when when you were working the mornings, which mm-hmm. wasn't that long ago, mm-hmm. um, what time were you getting up? Uh, I was getting up at like, yeah, 3.30, 3.45. What time were you going to bed? Before 8, if I could. Before 8. Seven, 7.30 is when I try to crawl into bed. So, so think about like think about that from a lifestyle perspective. Like there's definitely some sacrifice. For sure. There because like how many people, like my son goes to bed at like 7 o'clock, right? If I'm in bed at 8, like that's not a whole lot of me time. No. And it's what we hear from a lot of our members, right? So so next week, dun dun dun. Ooh, leave them on a cliffhanger. We're gonna leave them on a cliffhanger. So next week we're gonna talk about strategies for setting yourself up for success, for prioritizing sleep, which we're just scratching the surface on this episode of like the importance of it and all the things that it impacts, but it's pretty much everything, right? I didn't mention the thyroid. Oh, the thyroid function. Everybody's like, I got hypothyroidism that was, as well. That was my least favorite or my hardest subject in college. So the thyroid, just the endocrine system, the endocrine system. Yeah. Oof. So, so we didn't mention that, but next week we're going to talk about that. We're talking, you know, you, you heard it here from the coaches like, Hey, if I'm getting up at three 30, I'm going to bed at like seven 30, eight at the mm-hmm. latest. So, you know, unless there's a son's game on hashtag priorities. Um, but like, we want to share with you some of the techniques that we use when we know that we're, we have to, you know, be up early. So how do we go to bed? How do we prep? How do we do all those things? How do we stay asleep and set ourselves up for good quality sleep to make sure we're getting the benefits of each one of the cycles or the the stages of sleep? And then what we do outside of just drinking more coffee when we know that it is going to be a night of not a whole lot of sleep. So thanks for listening. If you have anything that you want us to cover, um, then let us know drop it in the like our like our podcast leave us comment and uh, we'll be happy to address it but uh thanks for listening guys we'll talk to you next week stay sexy scottsdale rally the valley go sons thank you so much for listening to the healthy living scottsdale podcast do you have a question that you'd like for us to answer live on the podcast If so, all you need to do is head over to the Apple Podcast app on your iPhone and do three simple things. First, leave us a rating and review telling me what you think of the podcast. In that review, ask anything you want related to health, fitness, or nutrition. And if you want a shout out, leave us your Instagram handle or name. That's all you have to do. Then listen to hear your questions answered live on the next Q&A episode.